2: Yeah, you get it every time.
3: And if you love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
2: Ba 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 ba.
3: This episode is brought to you by
0: Listen to Paul's Impact, Houston's first radio show dedicated to people living with HIV, their friends and family every Monday from 7:30 to 9:30 Central Standard Time. On Real Talk 100 Radio. You can also find us on all social media under Pause Impact. That's P O Z I M P A C T. And if you happen to miss our show, follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch the latest episodes of Pause Impact. Hey,
2: everybody, guess what? I'm disrupting the network marketing, or also known as the multi level marketing industry, as well. ATS Network. It is the brand newest multi-level marketing company that's getting so much media attention and breaking records all over the world. Why? I'll give you six reasons why. For one, it's free to join. That's right. If you want to make money, with us, you don't have to pay a dime to join us. Number two, there's no auto ship, that means there's nothing that I'm charging you, and there's also no customer volume requirement. That means you don't have to order $199 worth of a product to get this, whatever, right? If you want all your residual income, it costs you nothing per month, whether it be auto ship or customer volume requirements, for you to get in here. Number three. You don't have to pay monthly for your website. That's right. No $24.95 a month or all this stuff like that. Number four, there's no obligation or any incentive for you to recruit anyone. Now, I probably should have led with that. Let me say that again. I have the only network marketing company in the world in which you don't have to go out and get three to get three, get three, get three and all that stuff like that. No recruitment whatsoever. Your mom, your grandmother or the lady next door can do this. Number five, you never have to get promoted or recruit anyone to the house to get the highest level of residual income. Since I don't have distributors and since I don't require you to recruit anyone, guess what? The moment you come in, you can get top level residual income. And finally, you only have to be an active customer to make money with the company. Check out the show notes. Probably the first link. Antonio T. Smith Jr. If you want to be one of the 100,000 millionaires that I want to create this is where you should be, ATS Network. Link is in the show notes. Love you. You can plant better. You can dominate. Welcome to the Secret to Success Podcast. My entire goal with this podcast is to give you value. That is it. I am interested in you buying for me. If you want to, you can. But that is not the goal. Wow, well, same platform, just a different class. Maurice, i mute your mic, my man. Yes, yes. Real estate time, brother. Real estate time. We might go tab it over, but real estate time. Okay.
4: That's okay.
2: All right. More recent ATS real estate. How many of y'all excited about real estate? Yes. How many of y'all want to be in real estate? Like you ain't gonna be and be quiet here. If you ain't about making this money, you in the wrong place. Because Adonia's fit to buy some apartment complexes out there and have million dollar cash flow coming real soon. And she, she gonna donate to y'all a few times, but it's gonna be her customers' rent money. Donate. You understand?
4: Making money while she's sleeping.
2: That's it. Who wants freedom? If you want freedom, raise your hand. Unmute your mic. Put some noise out there. If you want freedom, come on now. That's it. All right. As far as I'm concerned, real estate is the only way to get true freedom. Grace, unmute your mic real quick and tell them what I teach around here. What's the only way to get
5: freedom? Make a whole lot of money so you can unplug from the matrix.
2: Well, I tell you, life is that simple. I need y'all to hear that. Did y'all hear Grace say it again? They, they hear you.
5: Make a whole lot of money so you can unplug from the matrix. Hmm. Did you know
2: that when a Jewish parent dies, their kids get a million dollars when my parents die i'm getting nothing if something's not in your culture then you don't even understand what i'm talking about it is i mean you can you can you can benefit from whole life insurance while you're living you can set up policies in which when you die, your children will get million a million dollars apiece. Do you, 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 you understand what I'm talking about?
3: Do you remember when you started a small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, You've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds, and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks Try it free for 30 days, no catch, and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash B2B and enter B2B to A2Z in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get started.
2: And one of the most fantastic ways to pull that off is real estate. Let's talk. We're going we're gonna to progressively take you out through real estate. We're going to start from the beginning and we're never going back to the beginning once we get from the beginning, okay? Let's see. Maurice, I'm gonna let you start off. Okay. What would you say they don't know real estate? Okay, now they probably do, but we're gonna start from the beginning, but we're gonna make, this is gonna be beginning advanced at the same time. We're gonna mix them all together. Gotcha. What's the first things you think they need to do? And uh, Sorry, me and Maurice are gonna give you, the reason I picked him, we're gonna give you the same opinions and we're gonna give you clashing opinions at the same time. At the end of the day, he's an agent and a broker. I'm an investor. We are not the same, right? Okay. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> like no. Okay, we are not the same, and you're gonna need both sides to get a full picture. Yes. yes? Okay. Now we we're not gonna disagree with each other. We're gonna give you two different sides,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and a lot of time I'm gonna give you the same side. Everybody got me? All right, Maurice, I want you to tell me what's the first thing you need to do to get started in real estate and I'll tell you, well actually, who you want to go first? Me or you?
4: Uh, You go first.
2: Okay, I'm gonna give you the first thing you need to do to get started in real estate. Everybody ready? Yep. Mentor, I'd say mentor. What would you say first maurice from an agent you know your perspective
4: um i would say identify with an industry expert that um whatever your target is so if you're targeting investment property identify with that industry expert that either that either has investment experience invest in themselves um and identify with him
2: good stuff Hey, Catherine. Okay. Got your message. We'll see you later. Appreciate you. Appreciate that <laughs> she's out there in Europe. Now, yeah. All well,
4: the best. Yeah. Bye-bye. See you
0: on uh, <laughs> the first thing. Bye.
4: Okay. Thank you. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to identify, just define real estate. That is at first, you know, Let's define real estate. Um, and it has to do with just the dictionary. It's, it's, it says property in buildings and land. And then the real estate diction, um, in the school, the school's term and de- definition is is defined as a bundle of rights. Right, you have the right to of possession, a possession, the right of the use of the property, the right to enjoy it, the um, right to exclusion, and the right of disposition and alienation. That's all I wanted to just just to get Not, that definition out. No, I, like, I do we need nation.
2: we need all that. Yeah. We need all that. Good. So we both picked the first thing you get started in real estate. That's a mentor intellectual expert in industries what he said mentors what i said same thing we agree we're probably going to say two different things here next but they won't be in disagreement they'll just be two different things here we go now that you got that step my question to you is we'll let you go first okay what should be the first thing that you focus on when you're getting into real estate first to
4: determine if you should buy or rent
2: okay break that down
4: okay that's good that's good so um what is your situation job situation life situation um so if you're looking to purchase a property is if it's for you know to live in or investment um you know, to determine whether or not you know, look at your job situation. So, should you buy or should I should I rent first? Um, and then, you know, select the and selecting your real estate agent. You know, a professional. You know, and selecting a real estate professional. So, oh, keep going. So, determine if you if you should should buy or rent, um, because sometimes it may not be realistic and it may not be in the best interest um, to at that moment in time and the reason i'm just an example for that is let's say if you're renting or you're looking to buy a place to put your business at um and although you know it may be a long-term goal to purchase a building or a place where you're gonna hold your business but realistically short-term i may need the lease for right now until i get to a place where i'm purchasing
2: fantastic fantastic now let's pause real quick real here before we get to me Let's take three, three questions from the audience in this same level, straight to Maurice
3: mm-hmm.
2: from your own perspectives. You got your own questions. What do you ask? Like you want to get started in real estate or you want to take yourself further in real estate? If you're already there, ask this real estate, bro. How many agents you got, man?
4: Eight.
2: You got eight agents. How many, how many states do you broker in?
4: Three currently New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania working on Michigan, right? That'd be that cool. is clap worthy. <laughs> all
2: right. Good stuff. So now that we've qualified him, he's, he's in three states working on a fourth one. He's brokering. He's got eight agents working for him full time. Now, all of you, give me three of you who wants to ask a question, how you want to get started in real estate. Actually. All right. Someone is asking the chat. I want to buy and sell Buy without my money. Oh, excuse me. But without my money, how can I do that? That's okay. most certainly right up my alley. I'm gonna address that too later, okay, but you go okay. ahead. All
4: right, one of the ways there's hard money lenders, there's a hard money lenders there that will uh, finance uh, 100% of the, of the rehab. Um, you can um, you can partner with other individuals. You can um, partner with individuals. With, now, when you say you don't wanna use your money, do when you don't want to use your money, can you clarify that just a little bit? You mean, um, you want to use use other people's money? Can you clarify just what that, you know, you don't want to use your money, you meaning your own money out of your pocket? Yeah, or, you know, can you give me just a little bit more clarity on that?
2: No doubt, no doubt. So we'll wait for her to type for more clarity. Will be other ways while she's typing that? Cause that's, fan- hard money is a fantastic answer. We're gonna break down what hard money is after he lists out a few more options. Yeah. What, so what other options money. are you saying? Oh, she said, yes, my own money in my pocket. So she yeah. don't want to use the money in her pocket.
4: Okay. So um hard money lenders. Um, you know, there was there's a a, a myth, uh, myth that you know, I got into real estate based on watching an infomercial. It was Carlton Sheets. I'm not sure if anybody remember him back in the day and it was you know, um uh there was an infomercial on Carlton Sheets and he suggested. There's a number of ways. One, you can get owner financing, um, find deals where the owner will finance the finance the deal for you or a portion of the deal. So if you find someone that has equity in the property and they're willing to hold papers, what it's called, you know, we could define that later on if um, we need to, which is where someone is willing to hold, be the bank per se for you that's one option a person that may find a property that has equity in it and a person is willing to hold equity my first piece of commercial property that i bought i i um bought that way the owner financed a second mortgage on it because typically with commercial uh, finances you the down payment is much much higher everything commercial is more more expensive Um, commercial properties 25 percent down minimum at least 20 to 25 percent sometimes more you're gonna put down for commercial properties. Um, I was able to get into that property with 10% and the owner had financed the second 15%. So came up with 10% of my own money and he was able to finance the 15% over a five year period with a balloon payment. And then after five years, I refinanced, paid it off, owned the building, equity in the building Walked away so that was one one way is owner finance um,
2: somebody just asking use a credit card for a down payment etc
4: so you definitely can uh, they don't the down payment is you, where you get it get it from it's really your choice depending on the time you can that, that short answer is yes
2: okay short answer is yes absolutely I'm gonna address all these questions too from mm-hmm. a different perspective Alicia says, I've been approved for a $200,000 loan. Can I use that possible mortgage loan for not personal but business, et cetera, commercial
4: unit? That would be great. Um, when you, well, if it's approved for, for real estate purchase, that's what you would have to use it for. Um, 99 times out of 10. If it's not a SBA loan or a business loan specifically, you would have to use it for what it's allocated for. If it's a $200 uh, real estate approved loan for real estate, you would, yeah, you would have to use it for a mortgage. You said mortgage loan, so it is a mortgage loan it has to be applied to a mortgage. For a business, except a commercial unit. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to use it for a commercial unit. Um, uh, you know, but for a business, if you're gonna purchase a business, I'm not, I'm, I would say no for that because it's, if you're going to purchase an actual business because it's a little bit more in, in involved in yep. than you're purchasing a business because it's, there's less collateral, there's less to lean. The property that you're buying becomes a collateral. That's why they're giving you the $200,000. That $200,000, um, they're going to give you the whole 200000 A portion of that's going to, depending on what type of loan it is, a portion of that is going to come out of your pocket and you're going to leverage the property for the rest of it. So um, that two hundred thousand, let's say, for the sake for for the sake of argument, if it's an FHA uh, approval, and you're bringing three and a half percent down to the table, which is your down payment out of your pocket money, the ninety-seven and a half percent, ninety-six and a half percent that you're going to be financing is going to be from the bank. Um, You know, there's also closing costs. It's going to cost you probably about nine percent to get into that. Uh, Got
2: to pay that out of pocket. You can't use that loan for that.
4: Yeah, Yeah. so, and they want want you to have some skin in the game. So that approval, you know, um, 9%, give or take, is what's going to cost for you to get into that property. Mm -hmm. 9%, give or take, you're going to be somewhere around, you know, 3.5% down, you know, your down payment, plus closing costs, you know, and inspections and fees and things of that nature. But... To the short answer to your question would be um, it would have to be used for a mortgage. There's other options that if, you, if you're approved for a $200,000 loan, the likelihood of you being able to be approved for a SBA loan is also there as well. So usually the guidelines for SBA loan is not that much different, although that you know, if you qualify for a $200,000 loan, that means you met the criteria that's very close to what the criteria is for SBA loan. So it's just a different type of product
2: all fantastic of course every last one of his answers will be fantastic that's why i picked him Is everybody in f- saying that all right good that's why all right let's see other questions i'm going to you because you put all this in chat right so i get to go back all right because i'm going to go back and address a lot of it i'm, ad- I'm gonna go back and address everything I'm gonna go back and address everything and they won't be better <laughs> answers remember i am an investor <laughs> and yeah no, i i i traditionally uh, do things different that's the whole point of being an investor and then when you're someone like maurice who has access to the mls and is a broker and is an investor oh uh, he's got you know two two legs over me right? i've got two legs he's got six legs you know and so he can run much faster than me right that's 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 all it's all good who else has a question? Thank you very much, Alicia, for being selfish. Selfish is healthy. Healthy. Put the gas mask on you first.
4: Yes, yes. Say
2: yes. Selfish is healthy. Good job. Good job. And and I tell you what, since you're approved twenty thousand $200,000, hey, what's going on? You okay? Hey. not I'm just joking. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Who's got a question? Come on. Come on.
4: So that's oh, okay. Grace that's has a, a question.
2: Okay. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. You, you can come in with your comment and we get okay. to the question
4: that 200,000. If you're considering, you know, um, depending on not sure where you are, that goes f- further, it goes, uh, further in different places and, you know, a lot less further than other places, but wherever you are, that 200,000, if you're looking to invest, um, and put the least amount of money down, use it to invest in a three or four unit. You could do a four unit, you know, um, If you want to use that, that three and a half percent down as a four unit. And guess what? You can use the income from those 70% of the income from those other two or three units. So let's say you qualify for 200, right? And you pick a four unit as opposed to a two unit or one unit. Now that 70% of the income that is, uh, those three other apartments are generating. Now your 200,000 became, whatever the math is, times, uh, times three.
5: Exactly. So, exactly,
4: and that will put you in a position of being able to um, um, speed up your, um, your real estate portfolio and your doors because the, the, the key is getting doors and getting a number of doors and having um, doors that uh, are making money for you while you're sleeping. And right. every first of the month that rent ro- is rolling around and you
2: your, know your answer is so good you made her start walking around I can't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's
5: the thing with the two hundred thousand. i was like oh, okay well two hundred thousand. i have to pay that mortgage but what if i turn it into a business opportunity and make money instead of spending money and how can i now. do it but i was told that i had to be in the yard oh my
2: god oh my god you told you oh my god no no a real estate
5: uh, agent a, a real i reached yeah. out to people who Supposed to be in the field and she told me that you have to be in the unit to be to use that mortgage to 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 use that mortgage so i was like we want to live with their their tenants basically
2: all right that's all right diana's putting that in the chat for me so i'd come back and address to it this is maurice time right now
5: Okay. <laughs>
4: go ahead and respond brother so so they told you that you had to be in the unit this is a single unit though right um, uh,
5: uh, well, I was thinking about a multiple unit, um, at least two, cause I was hoping for the other side to pay for my mortgage Absolutely. and I live in Memphis, Tennessee. So, so, that's you, the market. so, so you were saying you was going to
4: live on one side and then rent the other side out, right? That's what, I
5: was, that's what was suggested to me. That's not what I want to do, but okay. that was suggested for me to make this thing work. That's what I have to do.
4: Okay. So, so to the point of i don't know um what that what that um loan is it does sound like a fha product well it sounds yes, like it FHA, okay, they, yeah it sounds like an fha product and that that requires for you to be um to be owner occupied for one year for you do on one year one year if you don't occupy that unit for one year um mm-hmm. and that is the case when it as it relates to that for one year um so if you buy two unit and if the second unit is paying for half of your mortgage, then you you know you 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 um you put yourself in an in an advan in an advantage, right? So one of the things, the very first book I read was I can't find this book for nothing, it's called how Bible State When You Broken Bankrupt. Um right. and he had um wrote that book and talked about that, those things of using that technique to um I think to depersonalize it for your first property, you know, maybe um, you might not buy a property where you wanna live for the first, the first property. But if you look at it with the idea that, okay, this property is gonna pay for the house that I want down the right. line. So I mean, you know, um, and when you're looking at it for investment, it really becomes a business now at that point. So if you can separate the idea of it being a personal, you know, um, desire as much as it is, you know, a business, because when you add to it, that now this is a business for me, then you taking away, you know, you take a little away from that of it being as personal. So now when I look at the purchase of it, I'm going to not necessarily buy in a, in a, in an area that I would all, I would all necessarily live, we live in, but is it possible for me to rent there? And am I going to be able to get the amount of rent that I'm, I'm trying to uh, uh, obtain in that area? Okay. And then, you know, the next one, because you can buy one a year. Um, there's a myth out there that says that you can be a first-time home buyer only one time. That's not true. You know, um, it, is, it is that you don't have an FHA loan for a period of time. So you can do that 97, uh, you can do that 3.5%, and And the, is that you don't have two FHA products at the same time, so you can do uh, the three and a half percent down as many times as you need to, you know um you know so there's and i I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop there because I don't want to over you know I don't want to confuse it.
5: you make too much. Thank you. I follow you well. I've, I'm just trying to figure it out because I, I don't have no money to spend. One. And two, uh, anything out there to be given, I think I, I should try to get it. So that's that's my take on it. But uh, I will ain't, definitely take it. Ain't your these
2: classes up. good? Ain't these classes, these classes good? Are,
5: great.
4: <laughs> yes, are Now here's Thank another you. thing. There's every state has down payment assistance money. So you can probably, possibly go and Get that. I'm I'm I for for New Jersey, there's fifteen thousand dollars for Pennsylvania. I know of five thousand dollars that I can go and touch. So, every state is going to have some down payment assistance money that's grant money that you don't have to pay back. So, reach out for it, and you'll want to find someone that's a housing counselor. You said, Where'd you live? Where you say you live, Mrs. Memphis? Yes, Memphis,
5: Tennessee.
4: Uh, okay, yeah, there is housing counselors there that I definitely know that, um. (laughs) You know that you know that have access to that down payment assistance money. So you want, and the, the importance of getting with someone that's that industry expert is if so val invaluable because they know that they know where to find that that money. Those though that that money that you would um you know down payment assistance money that you can use. So I think the main thing that I really want to get across is that there's nothing that will stop you from getting a house that that you that should stop you from being able to purchase a home even if you don't have money it's the desire if you met the very first home i bought i didn't have a dime i had a thousand dollars and i i had the down payment money and the desire to go and get the rest of it by the time closing i scheduled a 60-day closing I was a barber cutting hair and, and I'm only saying that the, is that, you know, the desire and there's opportunities out there, especially with down payment assistance money that will pay your closing costs. So of the down payment assistance, um, will, will even pay that three and a half percent for you. They'll allow that. So there's nothing that, that, that would or should get in the way of, of purchasing real estate today. It's just knowing that. And a lot of times when um, Antonio spoke about the programming, that programming will make, have, have, have sometimes have you thinking that it's impossible or not even possible. And it's so much, that's so much not the truth.
5: Yeah. Thank you.
4: You're welcome.
2: Thank you. All right. Good stuff. Grace asked a question. We'll take the last question from Grace and then I'll start addressing. Yeah. Oh, Michelle, do you got a question? So we'll take, he answered yours nah 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 we ain't we ain't taking no kind of answers so we'll go with grace what is the best thing to invest in when it, oh no nah, we, we, he got to address that there's no way he can address that kind of what's the best thing to invest in in real estate what's the best thing to invest in when it comes to real estate boom
4: best thing to invest in is mixed use property if you can invest in mixed use property um or um multiple unit properties those are the best. I say mixed use because that's getting into commercial requires probably more money down. It's a little bit down, down the line. It's not, you know, but, um, or multifamily answered that if that was multifamily, I would say, um, and making sure. Every, every, every purchase is not an investment. Sometimes you, you know, you put, you'll see some deals. I think you mentioned one, one of the deals you put up that, that example you gave, of Antonio, of someone saying, "Hey, you know, I'm just gonna use numbers. Um, let's say buy this property for hundred thousand dollars. It's an event invest- and I'll tag it investment property because um, they just wanted to put an investment property on it, and or <laughs> or it happened. In, it may be a two unit, and you're selling it for a hundred thousand, but it's costing you twelve hundred a month." Even with the rich you're collecting, that ain't a deal. That's not an investment property. So you want someone that knows how to buy, that's on your team, that's going to buy it in a way that, and the ideal thing is, if I need to liquidate tomorrow, if I buy this and close on this property today, and I have to sell it tomorrow, am I going to be at least whole, made whole with where I'm at? Not going to always find those deals, but that's part of the work that we have to put in, you know, when, you know, what we're purchasing or what, what you're going to buy, you know, finding deals that, that at least if nothing more, you're going to be profiting. So the ideal thing is if you're not bringing, making a profit, um, you know, it goes back to the interviewing and asking the questions, you know, for your audience. And in this case would be the professional, you know, um, that you're hiring because that's the audience that, you know, um, who, who you're selling, what you want, I'm selling to you that I want, you know, I, I want to buy an investment property that's going to make me some money. So now I need to ask you the questions as the professional. Can you help me accomplish that? So now I need to know. You know, um, you know, uh, what's your experience in that? You know, and are you selling me today just because you want a commission check? Check or are you have, you have my best interest? And, and 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 we doing this four times a year ultimately. You know, or doing this at least start out one a year and then going, you know, and, 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 and continuing to grow, to grow it.
2: Fantastic. And Michelle G. said, how do I get the properties that are abandoned and get them renovated without using my own money?
4: Okay. A couple good stuff with that, um, like, you know, a lot of, here's another thing too, to qualify, to qualify the very first answers in getting started you know, um, go to the city city, city meetings and town hall meetings and things in your city and see, because 90% of the times, the things you see going up was planned 10 or 20 years ago. You might, it was on a planning board and you'll see that that stuff was done and on the map 20 years ago. And then you see it and you're like, man, oh, this is happening, but I was already on the map. It may, it's gonna be some deviations from it and maybe things changing, right? But there's parts in cities uh, Detroit's perfect example. If you own a lot in Detroit or you own a home in Detroit and a lot next door sitting, there's a lot there. You can go get that lot almost for, you know, $4, you know, why, why is that? Because um, you're bringing revenue, what they call uh, ratables back to the, to the city. You're bringing tax dollars to the city because now if I put that property in your hands, now guess what? You're responsible for the taxes on it. So it makes sense to me for to give you a property that's sitting and ain't making no money and generating any income. And now I'm gonna give it to Alicia. Who answered the question? Michelle, I'm gonna give it to you, Michelle. And um, now you're gonna pay the taxes for the next four quarters as they come up, come do. So check out the properties that's in the city. And sometimes the other thing is the credit. A lot of times don't get stuck up on credit. Don't get hung up as much on credit. Um, when we're relating to that, because there's other vehicles and avenues that, you know, um, sometimes the city will be willing to work with you to uh, um, get you to get that property in your hands for you to renovate it. Now, what the bank will do, you said, um, there's a, where is it, how do I, the property's abandoned and get them renovated without using my own money. <clears throat> there's something that's called, let me use this, this site control right? As a developer or as someone looking to do development projects, if I get site control as a developer, that's just as good as ownership. So if the city say to me, I'll give you these three properties on this, um, beat up block and this site is a site is a site, uh, site, uh, eyesore on this block and they give you site control. You can take that and go to the bank and that's just as good as cash. Wow. So you think that the bank would not have what what is the benefit to them? They're in the bank business of making money. They don't want the property. My business, money, my business is is making money on top of my money, charging you interest. I'm going to charge you 12% interest and you're going to give me five points. Just just I'm just throwing numbers out there. It may not be that high, but you know, you're going to pay for the money, but I'll give it to you. Well, because why? Because I do, did my due diligence and I know the property that once you're done, if you put that $70,000 into it that I gave you, um, a, a 70 of that 100 that I gave you into the property, the property going to be worth 250. So guess what? You can walk away if you want. You did the work for me. Now all I'm going to do is come in and, and foreclose on you and take. So, so. you know, that's one way that you're able to get um to get those properties, um, build a relationship, I guess, with the city, with the with the with those that have it. Build a relationship with the, and that's just the properties that may be the city, because not all properties that's abandoned are owned by the city, you know. By the way, so, um, and again, let's get with the industry industry professional that have access and can kind of know how to get to get to those, or you do it yourself. And in fact, it's all public information. You can go right to city hall and research any property you want. Go right there to the tax office. Get one, two, three. Mark and Bird Lane, I need to know who the owner is. Is there any back taxes on it? Can you give as much information that, uh, as you can on it? Public information, the city or town will give it to you.
2: Boom, come on, y'all, give this man a round of applause. Woo. That's some straight value, right? Yeah. Some straight value. Yeah. All right, let me see if I can match his brilliance, okay? Alicia, I'm going to address you as well. I'm trying to go in order. First off, I want to frame all of what I'm about to say around two simple understandings. That is one understanding: businesses will never make you rich. Buying a house will never make you rich,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and we just want to receive that upfront. So the whole question: should I take this loan, and put in a business? Don't do that. If you're trying to get rich, if you're trying to have freedom, don't do that. Businesses do not make you rich. Everybody understand what I'm saying? You do not invest into a business and get rich. That is a lie. That is is that billion dollars of marketing that has told you that, you understand? You do not, Jeff Bezos is not rich because he owns a business. He's rich because he took it public. Those are two different things, okay? Those are two different things. He's basically business, he's in the B and the I quadrant. And all of you homeowners, you're at a strong disadvantage because you've never known anyone that bought a home and got rich. So right now I'm already going against the grain, already. I'm already going against the grain from what you traditionally taught. I'm hitting in your programming, your cognitive dissonance and all that good stuff. You've never seen anyone buy a home and get rich. You just never seen it. This is not gonna happen. No one's ever bought a home and got rich, which tells me don't listen to real estate agents. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. When I teach real estate to my people, here's the, I'm gonna tell you in order what I say. Okay, I got a lot of it but I'm gonna watch when I get to like the fourth to fifth thing. In order, here's what I say. You need to sell a property in 90 days. So when I asked him, what's the first thing you should, oh, I'm sorry, when I asked him what's the first thing you should be focused on and all that good stuff? All right. we said mentor, I said, but right after that, if you're not trying to sell your property in 90 days, you need another goal. Ain't no sense in tying your money up for three years, two years, one year. That's the worst thing you can do is have $300,000 into a house and it's stuck. And the economy crashed. And now you lose that. And now you got to wait seven years. Now you sell it for a loss and you get divorced because you made a bad investment. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> right? That's exactly what's going to happen. No. No. Absolutely. You need to be thinking about selling your house in 90 days. Then you want to get a realtor to start pulling REOs for you. Okay. Real estate owned property. You want to get your realtor, start pulling REOs and you, and you want to get comps and you want to have certain comps that you're going to be doing. And, and the case, what I used to, well, I still train this, but I don't do it anymore. You're looking for a three bedroom, two bath. If it's not a two bath, don't, Just don't go get it. They sell differently when it's less than a two bath. And all of you understand, they just do not sell the same way. A three-bedroom, one bath, a two-bedroom, one bath does not sell the same way. It doesn't sell as fast. And you're cutting your profit, okay? A three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, it's not the same thing. When the realtor pulls the comps, you will find but those places are not moving quickly. You have hyper and super hypermarkets. I when I used to buy like this, I only bought, I don't buy single family anymore, but we'll leave that aside for right now. I never buy anything in a hype that's not in a hype or a super hypermarket. What's a super hypermarket? A super hypermarket is when Maurice pulls the comps for me and he sees that th- well, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me let me back up back to the, the three bedroom, two bath. I forgot to give you the square footage and I'm wrong for that. Three bedroom, what's what square footage did I teach you how to get? Was it 2000? I forget. What's the Maurice? What's the average uh, square foot? 1500. Fo- 1, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. 1500. 1500. right, so 1,500, if you're going to go over, you're trying to go over 150 square feet, not 500, but like 1,650, it's kind of the same as 1,600, 1,500. You're not trying to go over that. You're certainly not trying to go under that. You understand? Because when he pulls three bedroom, two bath, 1,500 square feet, he's pulling the same house. Mm-hmm. every time
5: mm-hmm. so the
2: comps are going to be every time and i'm asking him maurice i want you to find me the areas where these houses are moving in 30 days that's a super hyper market mm-hmm. 30 days period point blank 30 days i want these joints moving in 30 days See, remember i'm an investor i don't benefit remember what he said the banks don't benefit i benefit by having my money make money I only make I love hard money loans because I frequently give them out. <laughs> so if y'all don't want to lose your money, and you got a good deal, I give you a hard money loan. I'm taking 50% of the profit because that's normal. But please know that, yeah, I like hard money. I got no problem with you, you ain't want to use your own money. Mm-hmm. I'm first money in, first money out. I'm first lien holder. So if you ruin the deal, don't worry about it. I just take a hundred percent of my money now. I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's all good. Right? 30 days is what I want. Now that it's after 30 days, I'm looking for, you know, and I want to see if three houses have moved in 30 days. I want three different cups and I want to pick, I want to pick, I want to be in the middle. I don't want to have, let's say, I'm going to use, I'm going to talk Texas talk. Okay. Average medium household in Texas $225,000. Adonia you don't even know what that means. $25,000 house in California is a million dollar house. <laughs> Let's just, <laughs> yeah. But so $225,000 is what I'm looking for on the medium. And I got a three bedroom, two bath. It sold for, I got one of them that sold for $178,000. I have one of them that sold for $297,000. And I have one that sold for $189,000. I am not under any circumstances on an after retail va- or after repair value try to sell this for two hundred nine. That's way too far out. That it's that, that, an outlier. It's too far out. I'm, I'm. They'll teach you to average all three of those numbers. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You better take that one seventy eight and that one eighty nine and average those two, and just ignore that third two hundred eighty nine thousand or two hundred ninety seven thousand. Okay. Um, it's the first thing I teach. Now, watch it. Here's a recap. I, I just taught you to get your house in 90 days, get your Maurice to pull the comps, look at the comps. And the fourth thing I'm telling you off top is train your realtor. True. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> the fourth thing I'm telling you is train your realtor. Do not trust real estate agents. Okay. Now, nah, I'm not telling you nothing bad about them, but I'm going to tell you two things from an investor standpoint that makes me leery about agents. If Maurice was an agent, he would not be <laughs> teaching this class with me. For one, all agents get an asset and give it away. You already lost my trust right there. Mm-hmm. We don't even speak the same language. Okay, Alicia, your your conundrum was: what's the best way I could hold on to about two hundred thousand dollars, right? So you not even so you when your agent told you something now in FHA, you got to do something, right? I, I get that, but y'all don't speak the same language. You're trying to hold on to your two hundred thousand dollars and make it two million. Mm-hmm. They trying to get two hundred thousand dollars and get three percent commission. <laughs> We don't even speak the same language, so I can't take your advice. You, you understand? I just can't do that. The reason I said find a mentor is because now I want to get with Maurice. And I'm going to say, hey, Maurice, what do you think that I should be doing? He's going to ask me a bunch of questions, interview me, and say, so, okay, this is how I want to do it, and he's going to teach me how to tell my realtor this is what I'm looking for. For instance, my realtor, her name is, what's her name? Melissa knows, don't even show me nothing that's less than 60 days. I mean, that's more than 60 days. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see it. Now, I've got a little conundrum here because now I've moved into a commercial and she can't go over there right now. So I'm trying to figure out something with that, you know, to keep her involved. Nevertheless, fourth thing I'm teaching you is do not run out there and let your agent advise you train your agent true absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. yeah, train your agent completely period point blank because you're you need to be the subject matter expert you need to be using their expertise in the way you want to use it their expertise don't need to be guiding your investments first off they got no money in the game
4: Absolutely.
2: you do not take the advice of someone That only benefits from your deal but will not lose. Don't do that. They have you do not take advice from someone that's only gonna benefit when you when you win, but won't lose when you lose. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Don't do that. Don't do that. And just the mere fact that we don't speak the same language. If you getting prop if you're getting assets that make you free, and then you give them away to people like me, you can't mentor me whatsoever. We do not speak the same language. I'm not telling you that's wrong. I'm just telling you realtors ought to deal with realtors. I'm going after freedom. If me and Maurice do a deal, he know it's millions of dollars off top. I can't even see nothing else. We talking about 897000 down. If that, it might be more than that. But you understand what I'm saying? we, we. We ain't even talking about f- flipping. We holding on to this. We looking at 6% of our rents a year be something like $300,000 a piece. That's a realistic return. It's a 6%. And we want 6% to bring back 300,000. That mean it'd be looking at a 500 unit apartment complex. You understand what I'm saying? Something like that. Now. Mm-hmm. Let me address all these questions real quick. Now that I told you businesses don't make you rich and houses don't make you rich. And it's the truth. They just do not make you rich. You say, I want to buy and sell without my money. Always not use your money. Okay. However, however, that works. Well, it works all the time, but it just depends on what, uh, I don't know how to address this without saying it the way I really want to say it. I want, My goal for all of well, I don't want to tell you my goal for you. I personally wouldn't do anything without $250,000, personally, that that would be the goal. So if I'm broke right now, I would buy and sell. So I I would even use hard money loan and I would take $20,000 profits and save them until I got to $250,000 and I would immediately go to multifamily. I would only stay in, buy and hold, fixing. Fr- well, I, I wouldn't even go and buy a hold first. I, would, I wouldn't even go for passive income first. Why would you, Antonio, why would you not go for passive income first? Because the way you're going to do that is going to take too long. Remember, mm-hmm. freedom is what I'm going for. True. I, yeah, I don't want to nickel and dime. You know, I don't want to have 200 houses that bring me in $2 million a month. Actually, that's actually quite incredible. So 200 houses, bring me in $20,000 a month, okay? That's, that's, that's more realistic, okay, right? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have that. That's 200 transactions. I want one transaction with 200 families bringing me in $20,000 a month. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different game. Now go get 200 of those. Now you're famous. Even if you're trying to be private, you got paparazzi <laughs> following you around, Googling and put your net worth on the internet without your permission, you understand? Mm-hmm. Now she addressed, uh, oh, he told her to get a duplex, right? And you live in one, you got the FHA, right? You do it for your Absolutely wise advice. I would tell you do a fourplex.
4: Absolutely, agree. Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah, have three of those people pay your whole mortgage so you live for free. Forget half. For and part free. of
4: your next place, wherever you're going to. <laughs> that's, ain't,
2: that's, ain't that the truth, right? Part of your next place where you're going to. So I would go for a fourplex, sixplex, because you don't need to, don't try to pay it off. Mm-mm. Do not take your $200,000 and try to pay off the sixplex, the eight, you could probably get an eightplex. Well, yeah, Tennessee ain't too. let's just say six, four to six. You can do that with 200,000 down. You, you, you're gonna put on? he said, you're gonna put on your three and a half percent, your nine percent closing card. You win 12 and a percent, but you're gonna let those five, those six people, or five people in this case, cause you gotta live in one of them. You're gonna let them pay off your rent and your mortgage at the same time and give you surplus. So now you're mm-hmm. cash flowing and you go back to the bank in a year and say, I want another one. Look how well I've been paying y'all on time. I ain't never missed a payment. Mm-hmm. Look at this collateral. I want to use this sixplex as collateral. Now give me more money. And then go say, Alicia, you looking real good today. Here's some more money. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and then you take that and you go buy a 12 one. Now, all of you listen to me because I want you to be careful about sixplexes and twelve plexes In her case, Do that. But after you do that, if it's easy to get, it's easy to lose. True. If you can get something, if you can get a six, you can lose it. All it takes is three renters to walk out. That's it. All it takes is three of them at one time. Now you only got 50% of your rent. And if you live there, now you only got 33% of your rent. And multi-family units are not appraised by like the pretty stuff you do to it. It's appraised on cash flow. And yeah, you, yeah, no doubt. And you being in one, you automatically ruined right that appraiser <laughs> for a year. <laughs> like real talk. And, and and it kills me when I see people using like and I just I can't fathom why people would put. Y'all do me a favor. Do not put somebody in your apartment, let them live there for free or at a discount so you take and collect your rent money. Don't do that. You losing your cash flow and you losing your network where you can borrow against it. Just stop being cheap and go get a property manager.
4: Absolutely. You know, and that property manager does way more than just collect rent for you. The presence of a property manager being a part of the transaction is a biggest deterrent, a bigger deterrent because when a person knows, and a lot of times landlords and landlords are, you know, um, like you just said, okay, I'll let this tenant collect rent for me and you pay uh 450 instead of 650. You've already cut into your profit. And see, one of the other things what um a property, real property manager is he and at the core of all real estate professionals, see, and what See, and what they should be doing is, and all, not, all real estate professionals are not really equal and all property managers are neither. So what they should be doing at the core is enhancing your value. Then you hire a property manager and they take your property, it should be increasing in value. It should be looking, he should be suggesting, they should be suggesting ways that you're gonna be able to increase. You got a whole big space in the basement that you're doing nothing with. They should, should be suggesting that you're gonna put some coin operated laundry machines down there. If you're in the area, maybe you can put a, you know, red box might be a stretch. Vending something, machine, something. Vending machine, something in there that's going to generate more income for you. Um, and
2: the, and the more you income you got coming in is the more you can borrow against the bank.
4: That's what I, that's what I was exactly. That's what I was the point. Yeah. Because if you redo, if you take that four fifty, it took you. You just hit your debt. Your income. You just hit it. So and one of the things you you know to your point, what you said is what's the worst thing I see is walking into a property that I'm getting ready to, to assess or evaluate for managing is the landlord that didn't increase the rents. Mm. Or, well, I didn't, you know, they were good tenants and I just didn't want to, you know, raise the rent on them. You don't even realize that you just cut yourself, shot yourself in the foot by $100,000, $200,000. Because now I got to begin to do that and gradually get you to where you could have been at had you raised it 10, 2%. You ain't got to do 4%. Most places is between 4 5%. If it's not rent control, just raise it 1%. Just raise it (laughs) every year because it it increases. All that goes to your value of your property after you need to do something, if you want to tap into it, because it becomes a checkbook for you if you do it right. It becomes that opportunity for you to go and buy another property if you do it right. Which
2: makes you more bankable. That's right. And if you're bankable, you're automatically grantable. That's right. So if you're bankable and grantable, now you can make these statements. I don't want to use my money. Mm-hmm. You can go right. use the bank money, and you ain't got to worry about credit. Because if the numbers work and it's multifamily, ain't nobody running will. your credit. Mm-hmm. The deal won't work. Now to your yeah.
4: point about you said you said that the multi that the uh, three hundred units. You know, I had uh, made a phone call to one of these. Where the now we're in the you know we're in twenty twenty right now, right, the beginning of a new year, so these funds is being replenished right now um, a lot of individuals were starting to put their proposals together in November and December for funding that's coming up this year. a lot of times you get the funding for money for next year you start to do it right now um, a lot of there's I'm just want to put out there that there's financing and money available that don't require your credit. Don't require for you to have that. Like just, I guess, really take out the mindset of I can't or I'm not able to do this because I don't have good credit. I'm not able to, none of that. Just, you know what I mean? Just none of that. Like, don't even like, let that, you know, hold hold on to that and leave it right there for a second because there's, um, when I first heard about the funding and money that's available to some of the question you asked about getting in, getting real estate, um, abandoned properties, right? There's funds that are available because this, this country has never addressed the low income question. That's always out there still. So what you, you're able to do with the right proposal is to put together a proposal that would allow you to be able to buy up, you know, properties with the right proposal without having um, having to have excellent credit. So um, the start mention I want to mention is I I, re- I reached out to a person, I had a project lined up, had talked to the city, had um, site control lined up and everything the city was going to give me. They had started out with 74 units. I asked for every last one of them, you know, and so there was 74 they started out with, it was originally 94, they down to 74. By the time we finished, we was down to like 34 and they was going to consider me for four, three, two, two to four of them. There were sites that I picked from these two sites, but they were going to give me site control. And when I reached out to where the financing was for it, they said, uh, and I'm thinking, I'm saying something, you know, hey, um, $3 million project, by the time we're done, it's going to be 5 to $8 million. They said, yeah, you can go to a bank for that. We only do a minimum of $5 million. We start at $5 million. And I'm just saying that to say that you know, in these projects, and would require for it to be, um, it was going to be a um, either a five to ten unit with some commercial on the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, with um, so that was going to put in. And what the proposal was was for okay, we understand that um, sometimes the down payment may be an issue. You give me those lots. If you give them to me for free, I'm going to give it back to. The buyer we're going to put ten thousand dollars on top of the as a down payment assistance for that person trying to purchase the property if i have to pay for it then i'm going to take the ten thousand dollars back and then they have to come so what's better for you as a city is, is, is property that's sitting there how about let's get people in these properties give them a ten thousand dollar incentive and then give the property to us to do it and then once you have the property, then you're gonna to go to the bank because they're into it the, for you for putting this proposal together. This is gonna be a seven, eight million dollar project. After you're done, they're gonna give you the money to build it out. Give you the money to do all of what you need to do to build out, and everybody wins. Like Phil said, you know about what it is a situation, the right situation. In the words he said, it's so succinct about putting together something that's mutually agreeable for everybody. Yep. You know, work that works for everybody. That's that that, um, that scenario for for that case. So I just wanted to put that out there nice. so the that stuff. you know that it's available, man, you
2: know, and it's there. No doubt. And of course, y'all shouldn't be buying none of this stuff in your name. Oh,
4: Absolutely
2: not. Absolutely none of it, right? But we'll cover that another day, but you shouldn't be buying none of this in your name. None of it, because that means they can sue you. All right, let me just address a few more things with Landis playing. Owner financer he brought that up about holding papers. He already explained how that just means that someone becomes the bank. Typical return of interest, uh, interest rate, excuse me, on a deal like that would be 10%. That's normal, okay? So don't, don't confuse Alicia's three and a half with owner financing. It is quite normal to, if I'm, hold, if I'm the bank, then I am allowed to charge you more interest because I'm taking all the risk. Now, if you miss a payment and if you default on your agreement, please expect for me to tell you thank you for all your donations. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. because You're you're not getting your money back and you cannot get this property. (laughs) You understand? Mm -hmm. And here's the good thing. One of the first ways, so I'm going to tell you the first way I bought my property. I'm going to tell you the first way I helped someone get theirs. And I never told the second one, the first one I get, get there. I never told this out loud. Me too. I didn't, my first property, I bought for a dollar. It was a duplex. It was a duplex. And hurricane came through and gutted out the bottom and I had $12,971. And I put that into rehab to fix that bottom. Well, actually I had to fix the top because the roof fell in, but I spent it for a dollar because the lady just flat out didn't want it. The family was tripping Mm. and she couldn't legally give it to me. And I'm not kidding. First, probably everybody. I, I went to Office Depot. I am so not kidding. Mm-hmm. I went to Off. I'm sorry, I went to this, this SOS Texas SOS. What am I trying? Secretary of State. I went to the Secretary of State website. I spent one dollar for a name search. I spent three hundred dollars to register Smith Cousin Properties LLC. You can look it up <laughs> if you want to. I'm not even joking. Okay, I'm not even joking. Okay, I did that. And then I went to Office Depot. I had no lawyers, no nothing. I went to Office Depot and I went and bought their deeds. Because of Blake, mm-hmm. it was $9.99 for 10 of them. Mm-hmm. I went to Gal- GCAD.org, it's Galveston County Appraisal District.org or whatever it is now. And I went and got all the proper address to put on the deed. Then I took that deed to the Galveston County Courthouse up to the third floor. I gave them $27. They transferred the deed in my, I'm sorry, I went out of steps. Then I went to Bank of America because they wanted me to get it notarized. I took the lady down with me, took it to Bank of America, made them notarize it, and I didn't even have an account at Bank of America. Then I went to Galveston County Courthouse, gave them $27.92, transferred a deed in my name, I bought that home. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. <laughs> That's way too much detail for me to be lied, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just right, serious bought that home, rented it. I still, to this day, own that property. Wow. To this day, I did that in 2008. Uh-huh. I did that in 2008. Why do you think I always got much money? Anyway, yeah, 2008. <laughs> I did that in 2008, real deal Holyfield, real spill, I'm telling you. Now, my, one of my uncles, 121 Brown Street, Took 121 Brown Street. The property was appraised at $18,000, whatever's crap. And hadn't been appraised for a while. The owner financed. The lady held the papers. I gave her $2,000 down. She charged me 10% interest interest and $800 a month. I was paying way too much for the property, but don't worry about that. Either way, it was good for me because what I did Mm -hmm. was I charged my uncle for a three-bedroom, two-bath, $1,000 $1,000 a month for a house. I only wanted $200 after my stuff, okay? And of course, the $800 was all the tax title, you know, all the insurance, all the stuff to buy. Let him pay 12 months on-time payments. Mm. showed the bank that he paid on time, told the bank he is able to pay this, Then I... Uh, I skipped a step. The lady held the note. I held, she held the deed, right? All that stuff. And I put myself in the middle to where when we sold it to my uncle for $53,000, how much did I have in the property? $2,000. Somebody ain't hear me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I only got $2,000 in as a $51,000 profit and I ain't paying the lady. Come on, man. 12 months on time payments. because he didn't have the credit to fix it, but I didn't need that. I mm-hmm. just needed him to never be late for 12 mm-hmm. months. Went back to Bank of America in 2009 them so that he could pay it. They cut me a check. I paid off the lady, her 18000 And then I kept the difference between 53000 and 18000 I only had 2000 in.
4: Come on now. Yeah.
2: Did that make sense, Maurice?
4: Mm-hmm. Perfect sense.
2: That is legal. That is mm-hmm. ethical.
4: Yep. The that's business. another
2: way to get around, that's business, man. That's another way to get around credit. Another way. You, yes, you can use credit card loans. I mean, you can use credit cards I hope, now. If you're moving houses every 30 days, I mean, every 30, 30 days, 60 days, you're good. If, now expect, if you're going to use your credit card for down payments, then obviously you got a $20,000 limit. Like Adonia, she got 12 of those. She got 12 cards with $20,000 limits. And then she, I don't know, I'm <laughs> just putting her business out of it. I'm putting her fake business out there, y'all. Dude, I don't know this stuff for real, right? But I'm pretty sure she got something like she look like She got her 800 credit score, don't she? The curls just curl (laughs) like an 800, you know? Yeah, exactly. You got your $20,000. You need to put, you know, $13,000. Expect your score to go down once you do that. You don't care. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to buy when your score is up. You're going to swipe the card. It's going to go down the next month. Then you're going to flip that in 30 days, sell that, then pay off the card. And do it again. So now your credit card literally becomes a business card. I've done deals like that too. You get it? Just every other month or every 60 days, you're up, down, up, down. Who cares? Because you only need your credit in the up months. Exactly. (laughs) You you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Terrible advice for a financial advisor, a great advice for an investor.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay, and I think there was one more thing here. How do I get properties abandoned in my name? I have no answer for that. He gave a great answer for that. That is not my lane, so I stay out of that lane right there. And oh, then, not quite hundred. Okay, oh, it's 798. You know, <laughs> you know, she <laughs> paid off a credit card too early and they dinged her. You know, she got a zero balance. That's what happened. Let's see, Nick's property. Okay, he put that there. Okay, that's me talking. If Tennessee, I think. I've addressed everything that was said. Yep, I think that's it. So won't you, Maurice, give us some final words and close us out. Final okay. advice, and we'll come back next Tuesday and do it all
4: over. Um, one of the things that I took away, the first thing that's coming to me now is um, something that I've um, heard often is being present, you know, in it. And what I just heard you break down was being present in every transaction because there's no two transactions alike. One of the first things I teach all the, uh, the agents and when I train the agent, uh, any agent or even in the real estate class when I teach them, don't, there's no cut cookie cutter deal and every investor is different. So you have to, add, you have to uh, be present with that individual because like um, people don't wanna be sold for whatever reasons. So if, if I come across to you as cookie cutter and I'm putting on you uh what Antonio's uh um goals are for his investment, you're gonna hear it because you're not you're not gonna hear me because it's not with what so just be present, you know, with you know with um just being present with each transaction, I think um, um was the was the one one point that I really wanted to make. And you know, just um Thank you for the opportunity to share. It's just share. I'm 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 grateful to be able to share of what what, you know, what I know and anything I have is yours. I just want to be able to give to, you know, you know, give and help you to be be better in any way that I can offer that for you to be to be able to be better and to be successful at that that's what i that's what i appreciate
2: that no i appreciate that we're gonna do this every tuesday y'all y'all will see and your access you'll see a spot that you already have no charge to you to start saying ats real estate and all these classes will go there one thing i want to address is something that Donya put in chat a while ago licensed people are taught real estate as if we're employees facts because they are they are employees okay Do not get it twisted. They are employees. There is nothing about a real estate agent that is self-employed and there's nothing about a real estate agent that is not an employee. The very essence of the position is an employee with the illusion of being self-employed or an owner. True. That being said, they're specialized employees And that's why they can make a lot of money. Use their specialties. Do not let their specialties become your mentor. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Maurice. We killed that, brother. Thank
4: you. Appreciate
2: y'all. Thank you very much. See you next time. Hey, everybody. You may not know it, but you probably not subscribed to my videos. I appreciate you for even making me a community team. ATS, we are here. There are three things that I am accomplishing and changing the world, or at least aiding to change the world. Here's thing number one every single time that you watch one of these videos and every single time you subscribe you help boost this community and help me give out a a whole lot more information for free another thing that you're doing and this is probably most important you help me pay for salaries okay team ats the minimum wage for team ats to people who work here is 22 dollars an hour that's pretty cool right Every time that you subscribe, buy something from me, or now I'm going to ask you to go to my Patreon page and give a donation. That could be $1 a month, $3 a month, $5 a month, or if you like me, $25,000 a month. I appreciate you who's going to do that. One hundred percent. Of every donation that comes through goes to salaries or video production, which is the second thing. You know, look, this is 4K content, right? All this stuff costs money. So instead of me taking money from people, what I'm doing is I am literally creating salaries and using this money for production and more salaries. I don't use the money for me, I am literally helping people bringing people out of poverty I specialize I am so excited about group economics that I typically hire people with felonies or need a second chance or someone the daughter is 15 years old and they need insulin I love those kind of people because they're hungry and they need an opportunity so please go to patreon okay go over there go over there right now over I'm not sure where my editing team is going to put it it could be over here could be click one of these things you know I'm saying? go over there and do a donation now that's if you can if you can't don't worry about it just set me to see first put on the notifications click that alert bell if you're on youtube however you find me and you'll be helping that way but if you have a dollar to spare five dollars to spare ten dollars to spare i promise you you'll be aiding people in salaries let's stay together now if you're on the same vibration with me if you're trying to raise the higher consciousness of this world if you believe if you be faithful to the few You'll become rulers over many. If you vibrate at that frequency, let's be faithful. Let's, you know, give a dollar or two. Let's help somebody else so the universe can help us. I really appreciate you. Team ATS is in the building to stay. A third thing that I'm doing, because I promise you three, is I've actually started my own Oprah Winfrey Network, but ATS Network. So expect to see a whole lot more content. Expect me to start paying content providers and content creators. Expect me to give people a platform where they can get paid for their videos. I really appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you. Let's make this community one of the most popular and one of the most paid communities so we can pay others. I give you my word, 100% of the money that's drawn from these videos goes to creating salaries or upgrading equipment. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have, I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I start applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off and now I dedicate my entire life to you please know that as my life is dedicated to you it means I get beat up a lot but that's what this is about it's about people like me putting their gains at risk for you The thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, if you're a politician, it's enough votes, someone likes money, enough money, whatever enough is, a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect it. This podcast is not about protection, it is about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you're going to do it. Whatever that is for you, there are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. I want you to share it because I am giving you my every being. So you can turn around and do the same for others. I give away me, and then you give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders, and then you can turn a favor, and you lower yourself... Someone else is standing on your shoulders, and then voila. No one is lower than the other because we've all lowered ourselves. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover, it's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by the Wachowski's. My second favorite movie is The Matrix, but that has nothing to do with this right now. It is about repeating the same mistakes. And so I'm hoping subconsciously that as you repeat the same mistakes, that is is mostly about ascending from those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, the music, send to where you're supposed to be, which is where you've always agreed your life to be before you got here. I love you. This is the secret to success law of attraction. I really, really know that this will be a blessing, a lifesaver to many people. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better, you can't
6: i t e r zip com slash b to b and i promise you you will be grateful that you did so again that's zip com slash b to b it's also in the show notes